Hey there, I'm Rebecca, national speaker and professional life coach. Welcome to the Confidence Coach Podcast. Here, I help you simplify your personal, spiritual, and professional development by focusing on the one thing that changes everything, confidence. In these episodes, I will help you steadily deepen your trust in God and your own abilities because the world needs a more confident you. If you're tired of wasting time, settle in for these short but powerful episodes. Let's get growing for your good and God's glory. Hey guys, hey, welcome to the next episode. I am so glad that you are back. Today, I'm going to be talking to you guys about something that's a little bit more coachy and practical. The first five episodes have been pretty spiritual. This one is based in biblical truth and gospel truth and God's wisdom, but you've probably heard it presented to you through modern self-help or counseling or psychology. Basically, what we're going to be talking about today is the power of our thoughts Um, you know, all CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, which is what most modern counseling is based on, is based on this idea that your thoughts have power. And then you venture into the coaching world and the coaching world says, you know, they call it mindset. So your mindset is everything. And when your thoughts fall into place, your life falls into place. But the interesting thing about this whole concept, which is a true concept that our thoughts have power, is that it's God's idea. (laughs) Uh, One of the things that I actually love most about what I do is kind of confronting modern self-help and psychology. Not that there's anything wrong with those things, but they often are using biblical concepts and not giving credit to God or the word of God, kind of pretending like they created these things. And this is 1000% one of those areas. Okay. A lot of people want to claim that they're the ones who discovered or perfected this idea that our thoughts have power. And this is how you can control your thoughts. And this is how you can change your thoughts and you change your life when you change your thoughts. But the reality is, It's all over the word of God. So let me start with that. Okay. Let me start with a couple verses here that are God telling us that he created us this way. All right. He created me and he created you in a way that what we think creates our feelings And what we feel tends to create our actions. Our actions form our life. Okay. Take a moment and let that sink in what I just told you, that progression. What we think creates what we feel. What we feel creates our actions and our actions form our life. So can it be said that our life is created by our thoughts, it largely is. Okay. It largely is not a hundred percent, but largely. And today I want to help you guys get that concept. And I want to help you bring awareness to the thoughts that are probably creating feelings and controlling your life that you aren't even aware are there. But first, like I said, let's read a couple of verses. 
Romans 12, 2, do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Okay, transformed. Also a really popular word. I think I'd probably use it on my website in a few places, but a lot of people want to be transformed. They want to be different. They want to actually feel different and kind of show up in the world differently. They want to have a breakthrough. And right here in Romans 12, that we are told that that happens by renewing our mind, which is not a one-time deal, by the way. It's like a daily thing. John 6, 68 says, Lord, to whom shall I go? You have the words of eternal life. Okay. So when we're looking for truth, where are we looking? Colossians 3.2, set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. 2 Corinthians 10.5, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. 1 Peter 5.8, be alert and of, of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around you like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And then Philippians 4.8, probably the ones, uh, probably one of the ones that most people know the most. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think on such things. Okay. Isn't it crazy how two women in the same situation can have totally different experiences of the, of life. <laughs> Let me give you three quick examples. A woman who's dealing with like prolonged singleness into her late twenties, early thirties, early forties, same exact situation. And two different women can have very different experiences of that situation. One can be happy and kind of thriving. The other can downward spiral and start to date losers and make terrible decisions. So you have to look at a situation like that and say, is it the situation that's creating that woman's life? Or is it her thoughts and feelings about her situation that are creating her life? Okay, because they're in the same situation and yet they're experiencing it in two different ways and living out and creating two different lives. Another example, a new mom who's got you know, two, three kids at home. One can be totally overwhelmed by this and spiral in a lot of different ways. And one can have the kind of peace of mind or wherewithal to ask for help, to set boundaries, to say no to certain things. Um, again, two women in the same situation, but one is having a very different experience of that situation than the other one. So is it her external circumstances that are creating her life or is it her thoughts and her feelings about her situation that is creating her life? Third example, and this is one that I see so much, a woman can start to have a breakthrough, spiritual, um, mental, emotional, whatever, any kind of breakthrough. Um, and it can cause, it can be coming by way of, you know, confronting mistakes they've made in the past or admitting mistakes they've made in the past or discovering lies. 
And at that moment right there, okay, two different women, same experience. They're about to have a breakthrough. One of them can have thoughts about that of, I'm so thankful for this growth. I'm so thankful for this realization. Let's go ahead and move on. Let's go ahead and move forward. Another woman can start to have thoughts that say, oh my gosh, I'm such a loser. I can't believe it took me this long to figure it out. I have so much regret about my past now. And she'll get stuck right there. Okay. She'll get stuck right there. So two women on the edge of a breakthrough, one of them having positive thoughts about the breakthrough, one of them having negative thoughts about herself, and therefore two very different experiences. Okay. So singleness, motherhood, breakthrough, those are just three examples. Okay. Because our life, one of the most other common ones I see, just so you know, is just interpersonal relationships, right? A woman can be having a conflict with her husband or boyfriend and, you know, how that conflict goes depends almost a hundred percent on the inner dialogue that you're having at the time. Okay. So again, <laughs> your life, okay. Your life, the quality of your life depends very little on your circumstances. I know you don't want to believe that. You want to think that if you just had the boyfriend or you had the money or you had the better job, that you would be happier. Okay. What I'm here to tell you today and help you realize, help you have a massive understanding breakthrough that can legitimately change the rest of your life. Because once you believe this concept, once you get the fact that your thoughts are creating your feelings every day and your feelings are creating your actions every day, suddenly you're extremely empowered to kind of create the life you want. Because yes, we have the ability to monitor our thoughts and make them obedient to truth. Now, it's that's not a super easy process, but what it does is it gives you back the control. It gives you the control to show up in your life in the way that you want to every day. Now, this is what most women do, okay? And men. Most men and women every single day get up and they basically ride the current of their emotions all day. I feel, I don't feel good. I feel bad. I feel irritated. I feel this. I feel that. I don't feel motivated. I feel overwhelmed. I feel like I don't want to go to work. Okay. And they just respond out of their emotions all day, every day. Never. And then they kind of blame all those external things, right? That these are all the things that are creating my situation and my feelings and my life without ever taking the time to sit down and say, Okay, I'm having feelings right now. Where are these feelings coming from? Because when we sit down and say, where are these feelings coming from? We basically track them back to a thought. Then we have all kinds of power to shift our emotional energy for the rest of the day. Okay, so this is actually going to be a two-part podcast, and next episode is going to be the super practical stuff. This episode is going to be just throwing the 
deep information at you so that you can kind of have that eye-opening awareness, okay? And that you can start to think about your thoughts. <laughs> Be aware of how they're controlling your day. Real quick, three different places that our thoughts come from. They come from subconscious and underlying beliefs that we don't even know are there. Example, if you have a belief right now that God is just not that good, you know, he doesn't really come through for you, then you're going to have thoughts all day that are pretty disempowering and kind of make you not want to pray, kind of make you not want to spend time with God, make church seem like an obligation, don't really make you want to read the word of God. And you don't know why you feel that way, but you feel that way because you're having these thoughts that are bubbling up from a belief. Okay. And then they're creating your emotions, which are creating your actions. Another place that thoughts come from is from things that happen to us. Okay. So someone breaks up with us, somebody cuts us off in traffic. There are definitely things that happen to us every day. And we have an immediate thought reaction to those things. Okay. That person is so mean and now I'm angry. That's a thought which creates all kinds of feelings in you. It raises your blood pressure. It makes you, your heart rate go up. It makes you super angry, puts you in fight or flight mode, or someone cuts you off and your initial thought is, oh my gosh, how rude. They must be having a terrible day. I'm so glad nobody got hurt. I'm glad I didn't get hurt. Lord, help that crazy person drive better. Okay. <laughs> Literally, like, there are literally people who have the initial thoughts that are calm like that and that are full of grace like that. And then there are people that have the angry thoughts. So our thoughts, they come from our underlying beliefs, very, very like operating on a very subconscious level. This is, this is where coaching and counseling comes in is to help you dig deep enough to find what those are and release those things. Okay. Um, they also come from situations that happen to us. The other place our thoughts come from is the thoughts we put in our head on purpose. Okay. This is where things like I'm getting in the word, I'm speaking truth out, out loud. I'm asking, you know, people to speak truth over me. I'm praying out loud. I'm worshiping. Even if I don't feel like it. We can put thoughts into our own head, healthy thoughts, true thoughts, right thoughts into our head. And even those thoughts have the power to create feelings in us, positive feelings in us. For example, let me give you another example. You might be in a situation in your life right now where you don't have a job that you love or you don't have a lot of purpose. At least it feels that way that you don't have a lot of purpose. You have the choice every single day to just kind of ride that wave. Okay. You can just wake up every day and go to your job and ride the wave of, I don't think I'm ever going to have a job that's making a difference or using my gifts. I don't think I'm ever going to have powerful impact on the world. Um, or, or maybe even not quite that negative, but a little bit more neutral. I'm just going to have to wait until God's just going to make it happen when he's going to make it happen. Okay. Or, and this is where the idea of positive affirmations come in, you can wake up every day and you can say, God is preparing me for, he's, he's as I said, I think it was two podcasts ago now, <laughs> um, 
He's, he's developing my gifts right now and he's deepening my trust in him. And this is a purposeful time. And I'm, my eyes are open. My heart is open to exactly what it is that God is doing in my life right now and teaching me in my life right now. That takes effort. Okay. Creating our own thoughts takes effort. But those are the, really the three different places that thoughts come from. Just underlying beliefs, a reaction to what happens to us, and then the thoughts that we choose to put into our heads. And all of those things have the power to create our feelings, okay? And then our feelings create our action throughout the day. They they make us motivated, unmotivated. They give us the confidence to take the risks necessary to achieve new levels in our life. They make us brave. They make us insecure. They, our thoughts really do run our lives. The way that I paint this picture for people sometimes, because I have a workshop that I teach about this whole concept. And I tell people that, um, I tell people this story of me writing a stand-up paddleboard. Have you guys ever ridden a stand-up paddleboard? The first time I rode one or drove one or stood on one, I don't even know what you would call that. I was in a very big, open, like small lake. It was a windy day and I was standing on the paddleboard and basically the wind was kind of pushing me. Unfortunately, it was pushing me in the direction of the lake of the lagoon area where all the like adults and children were playing. (laughs) And I just kept paddling. I was like, you know, paddling as hard as I could to the left and to the right, hoping that I would turn to the left or to the right because I was speeding towards like the the social area of the pond, <laughs> quickly going to like run into the back of someone's head. Um, and Somehow I kind of yelled and announced myself. I'm like, excuse me, coming through, like tried to make lightheartedness of the situation. And the fact that I'm sure all 150 people were looking at me like, who is this crazy woman and why can't she control her paddleboard? Anyway, I eventually run aground, pick up my heavy paddleboard, walk over to where my brother is. He's the one who was trying to teach me how to paddleboard. And I said, I couldn't turn. I couldn't figure out how to like not go directly into these people. And he looked at me and he said, all you have to do is push backwards. Okay. All you have to do is put your paddle in the water. And instead of paddling forward, you push against the water. Okay. You push backwards and your board changes direction. For the sake of this episode, all I want you to do today, all I want you to do today is ask yourself this question. Are you consciously monitoring your thoughts? And are you pushing back against them? Okay, I know it's really scary to think about changing your thoughts because they feel so true to you. So we're not even going to go there yet. We're not even going to go there. I am in the next episode. But are you riding the wave of your emotions every day? Are you letting your emotions carry you throughout your day? And then you're having all these actions and responses that you don't really want to have. 
you don't really want to be defensive when your husband brings something up to you. You don't really want to react that way to your boss at work. You don't really want to give in to your kids when they whine and complain about something. You don't really want to not pray because you, for some reason, have stopped believing that prayer works. And yet, that's what's happening to you every day. That's that's how your life is playing itself out. Are you at all aware, okay, of the emotions that are driving your actions and the thoughts that are creating those emotions? Are you at all aware? Or have you just been letting your whole life, you know, take you like the wind and the waves took me on my paddleboard? I'm going to dive into the next episode right now and give you guys practical ways that you can push back.